Hi there, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And this is the Infinity Cast, where we spill the tea on Marvel and pop culture. This week, we're discussing WandaVision Episode 7, Breaking the Fourth Wall. So let's get into it with the recap. In a late 2000s setting, Wanda decides to have a day to herself. Agnes agrees to babysit Tommy and Billy and takes them to her home. Vision wakes up and finds sword agents inside the boundary are now members of a circus. He finds Darcy and releases her from the spell. After leaving the circus, Darcy tells Vision about his death and the events that led to the current situation. Meanwhile, Wanda sees various parts of her house constantly changing and is unable to control them. Vision and Darcy's journey back to his house is continuously interrupted at a junction point, leading Vision to assume that Wanda is preventing him from coming home. During the commercial break, we get an ad for Nexus brand antidepressants. Outside of Westview, Monica and Jimmy meet with sword personnel who are loyal to Monica's mother and obtain a vehicle that should be able to cross the barrier. The mission is unsuccessful as half the vehicle transforms into a pickup truck. Monica decides to enter herself. She passes through the static wall and emerges with glowing eyes and powers gained. She goes to warn Wanda about Hayward, but Wanda doesn't believe her. Wanda attacks her, but Monica is able to land firmly due to her newfound powers. Their confrontation is interrupted by Agnes, who asks Monica to leave and takes Wanda into her home. Agnes tells Wanda that the twins are in the basement but when Wanda goes to look for them, she finds a lair with a mysterious book in the center. Trapping Wanda in the lair, Agnes reveals herself as Agatha Harkness, a powerful sorceress who has been controlling the events the whole time. She gives Wanda a vision, revealing that she killed Sparky and sent Petra to Wanda, while shifting the WandaVision program to a new show called Agatha All Along. So, yeah, it is Agatha Harkness. I knew she Agnes killed the damn dog. I believe the dog was a plant in the first place. Still don't know her endgame, but... Or at least we have a confirmation that, yeah, it's Agatha Harkness. And that song slaps so hard. It's going to be stuck in my head forever. Yeah, that's the power of the Munsters theme song right there. Like, it's based off that. It works so fucking well. I was surprised that they like they didn't just end the episode a little bit early and then start the episode with that. Maybe we'll get a similar theme in the in the next episode to begin it because when we entered that basement it all is reality the aspect ratio change yeah the aspect ratio format is the same as actual reality so we're not in the show this is we're we're in a place that's real that's not affected by the hex i don't so i don't know if we're going to start the episode that we usually do with with the theme with a theme song we may not enter to the sitcom trope this next episode i thought yeah i honestly think that might be done for the last two episodes yeah because i we can't one we can't go too much forward into the future we're, we're, we were at modern family yeah this was a whole modern family thing people were comparing it to also the office with the confessional but I, I i don't i didn't see it to me it was all modern family and then when she went down into the basement it went from modern family to american horror story real quick yeah real fucking quick all that stuff that's down there the book you know, like people are saying like, oh, well, it could be one of the books from 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 the Sanctorum in the Doctor Strange world. Like it could just be another book. It could be the book from from S.H.I.E.L.D., the Darkhold. Could be that. But it may just be another book. You know, there's other witches, uh, witches and other forces out there with other books. Yeah, that's true. I was going to say, like, do we think that Agatha raided the Sanctorum while Doctor Strange was snapped away. It could be. We don't know who Agatha works for. That's the thing. I, I feel like this is more than just Agatha. There's still something else I, I think we're missing. And I don't know if it's Mephisto or Nightmare or something we can't conceive. But I feel like she is working for somebody. I don't think she's one of the fates. If they're playing off the Agatha Harkness thing, she's a, she's a very, very old creature. Yeah. And I, I don't think that she is the big bad. I hope not. Because otherwise, this is just going to, this is basically just Hansel and Gretel. Yeah, kind of. 
Even the way she's like, oh, yeah, I bit a child once. I mean, it's all there. All the freaking, all the clues are there. And Which, by the way, the delivery on that line was amazing. I love Catherine Hahn so much. I know. She's she's adorable. The mole conversation with the kids. <laughs> kids, maybe you can. Door shuts. But I don't think that she can be the main villain of the show, simply because she has been the most obvious thing about this show the entire time. And then why give it away right here at the end of this particular episode? It's still two more episodes to go. You know, like there's, there's, there's got to be something else going on and we'll see. And at the same time, we're dealing with Sword outside, which Hay- Hayward may just be an asshole. I don't think he's a, he might, he, I don't think he's a, he's a Skrull. I don't think he's a Kree. I, I, I think he's just a terrified human being who's a bit of a dick and is working off that fear. So I hope that the, it's, it's an emotional conclusion that we get. You know, Wanda accepting that sometimes bad things happen and Hayward being like, Maybe I should calm down and not blame every superhero for bad shit going down. One of the best things about this episode was that there was basically no Hayward. No, there was it was that one moment in the beginning where he said, we're going to launch very, very soon. So there's a plan. That was the only Hayward moment. Did you pause and read that email from Darcy that Jimmy got in the car? No, I didn't. What did it say? It was mostly stuff we already knew, but the last line was about Hayward sending a decoy communicate a vision. So that email that Vision got a couple episodes ago, even though it sounded like it came from Darcy, it was actually from Hayward. He was setting up Vision to start questioning the reality and like pitting him against Wanda. So I thought that was Agnes. So there's two forces here. Unless Agnes actually works for Hayward. I don't think so. Yeah, you know, I, I just feel like that's too much of a reach. But they're, they're, we have two forces that are trying to pull these two apart and work against each other. We know Agatha was baiting vision to leave maybe she doesn't want him to be the you know a a distraction for wanda anymore yeah basically i mean i think i think vision has been a factor in this that agatha like has had trouble with so she keeps trying to send him off and like that works for hayward because he's trying to get vision but i don't think they're working together do you think hayward is trying to bring back ultron or just turn vision into his own thing you know i've seen people say the ultron thing uh i mean either way i think he just wants a sentient weapon. I don't think he really cares how he gets it. That's true. And we got Monica. Monica is still my my favorite in all of this. I love her. I love that scene of her going through the field. My God, was just so fucking awesome and intense. It was perfect. And I had literally just rewatched Captain Marvel that day. So all of that dialogue was like fresh in my head. Nice. That's a great experience there. Do you think she's going to get the name Photon or Spectrum? She's got, she's had so many names. I was leaning to Photon, but once she came out and she was seeing like all of the visible light spectrum, I think Spectrum might be a more fitting name. Yeah, I think so too. Her mom was Photon, you know, so it's like, is she going to take her mom's name? I I think it'd be cooler, especially after we saw what she sees. Then yeah, Spectrum, I think is the way we're going to go with this. I think so. Agatha Harkness's house is the official Bewitched house from the original series from back in the day. That I thought was fucking amazing. I didn't even catch that. I used to watch Bewitched quite a bit. And that that's the house. <laughs> it's like you could tell these people really love their sitcoms. That they were like, no, we're going to use that house to make this a point. Going back to the beginning of the episode. This is something that I just picked up on this episode. And I went back and I checked. Every previously on WandaVision part from the beginning, she gets less and less enthusiastic every time she has to recap. Like her energy is being pulled and she's just getting more and more tired with the entire experience. And she's probably just over it. That's what this episode was. Her, she's over everything. She's over, she's, she's flat depressed. Like she was a bad mom. She's like, I just want to have a day to myself, resting my eyes. She did not have any patience for anything anymore. She was over it all. 
She didn't even get undressed from the night before. That was such a good reveal, too. Everywhere. There are hexagons everywhere except for her pillow. All over her duvet, hexagons. And she just leaves her kids to Agatha. I wonder what happened to the kids. I don't know. Did you notice when her milk was glitching out earlier in the episode, there was a missing kid on the carton? Yep. Foreshadowing. And uh, I love the mo- I love the, that moment, though, because she's seeing that her milk keeps changing. She had to go and smell it just to be sure. Like, all right, still good. Did you catch the name of the cereal? Uh, was uh, Sugar Snaps, I believe, something like that. Sugar Snaps. Sugar Snaps, the, the snap that Thanos keeps on giving. Half the calories of leading cereal brands. <laughs> yep. Yeah, we're really nailing that in there. And the, the he, Vision was called a clown the entire episode. It's all there. <laughs> also, uh, Wanda taking a quarantine style staycation. Very relatable. Very relatable. And everyone saying too soon. <laughs> Don't trigger us yet, please. We're already triggered so much by this show. This is the kind of show that you know in like 15 years. Like This will be in a college course. People will write essays about all the connections that this show has. Oh God, yes. It's so it's so deep. Mm-hmm. The opening theme, uh, that was the only thing that kind of rang a little bit office-y to me. It sort of seemed like a tuned down version of the office theme. I could buy into that. I could see that. I will, I will use, yeah, as office definitely vibe on that now that you said it. There were two little Easter eggs in the opening theme. There was a, a license plate that had numbers on it and the numbers were Stanley's birthday. Aw, what was the second one? And the other one, it was only there for a flash, but it was a bunch of, it looked like a hostage note almost. And it said, I know what you're doing, Wanda. That's Agatha guilting her up. Same thing with the, um, when she's in the interview and she asked, don't you think you deserve it? It's like, aren't, you're not supposed to talk. What the hell? Like it broke that fourth wall mentality that she had. But she's been making Wanda feel worse and worse and worse about it all. But for what? What is her end game? I don't know. We can't speculate about that. Any further, because we need more information. This show is just going to literally tease us out every episode. We got two more. After this episode, we also, I, I can't find the Power Stone in that. Yeah, I was going to say that this commercial broke that Infinity Stone theory. Yep. It, and like, you can you can try to like rehash it and try to interpret some of the others as this or that. And this one could have been, you know, time or mind or whatever. But at the end of the day, no, I don't think that it's that anymore. Yeah, I, I, I really think that the commercials have just been traumas. And this is possibly the solution. Nexus. Nexus, which in the comics, she is the Nexus. She is a Nexus in all universes. Yeah, she's a Nexus being. Yeah, she's a, which means that she's a constant in all those in all those things. Um, uh, Nexus is basically the center of, of everything. This could represent a Nexus. The basement could represent a Nexus. The nexus of all realities. Yeah. I mean, like someplace where it's like constant and everything where she can access the multiverse if we're going there. Oh, and, and I think we're going there. Did you catch all the side effects of Nexus, though? Oh, yeah. The uh, feeling your feelings. Confronting your truth. Seizing your destiny. And possibly more depression. I wanted them to add like and suicidal and like and thoughts of suicide because every medication that you see on TV has that as a thing. All medications apparently cause thoughts of suicide as a possible side effect. Also, this this line from the ad, don't take unless your doctor has cleared you to move on with your life. Doctor Strange confirmed. That could be it. That could be the actual final final clue that we're getting we're getting Benedict Cumberbatch in the show. You love Cumbersnatch. I love him. I love him. I watched Doctor Strange last night. And I was reminded about just how I love that movie so much. So we think that the the commercial right before this one, the one with the yo magic, is is Agatha Harkness 
killing Wanda by sucking out her energy. I think her subconscious is creating these things as warnings. Yo magic can't save you, but it can feed the shark. Agatha is the shark. Yeah, Agatha is the shark. Say, hey, with the magic, you could feel so much better. Okay, and she's trying to feel it, but there's no real conclusion. It was literally just a distraction. Something that I don't know if it was intentional, but going back to Hayward at the very beginning of the episode and them saying that the broadcast was dead, that might be a reference to everything going digital in like 2009, 2010. Oh, maybe. I mean, that could just be a coincidence. You're absolutely right. But it could be a soft reference to that because there is, I mean, there's still some broadcast, but it's it's all digital now. Yeah, generally speaking. Also, again, maybe a stretch, but the fact that this was the first episode that we had uh, a mid credit scene, those didn't start happening until around the same time, 2009, 2010, with like Iron Man. Yeah, Iron Man was, was when that all began. So now we're up to date. So is there any possible other shows that they could evolve this into for a moment? Like The only other sitcom I know that dates past that point that I watch at all is Community. I think after this episode, the, the WandaVision show has been canceled. I feel like these last two episodes are going to be hopefully longer. And I think they're mostly going to be real world. Yeah, I agree with that too. Although, you know, this episode did do one more pastiche that you didn't mention because every scene with Vision and Darcy was very Arrested Development. Yeah, okay. I was going to still call that to Modern Family, but you're right. If I were to choose one that's a little bit more Arrested Development, when you see Vision in the chair, that was Arrested Development. And Vision and Darcy is like the pairing I didn't know we'd get in this show, and I loved it. I wish there was more of it. It's the thing that we, we didn't know we wanted, but then once we got it, like, that's what I want. Just what the way Vision interacted with her was hilariously adorable and also just darcy explaining the events of infinity war division uh, but she also was like i have all the answers well what about this i don't have that information what about this i don't have that information either like okay something that vision did say though in like one of his interviews outside the funnel cake truck is that whatever happened to vision before this it feels like it happened to someone else and that also makes me feel like this vision isn't actually vision well whether it's hayward who reprogrammed him so he wouldn't remember whether that's an, or whether just by the fact of resurrecting him he isn't he isn't real either one it's one of those two things or he's an amalgamation of wanda's memories of vision given life by all of this crazy reality magic it's interesting that that just stuck out to me that and then just him being like what am i doing here and flying off (laughs) i was like yeah why am i waiting here i'm out i'm out he really could have taken darcy with him he could have he could have but he's now more interested he's realizing that he has to just go and do this on his own and like why is he waiting for anyone um and i think he finally realized when he took off his mic um, one hilarious moment Two, like I think he realized that this was all really fake and I, he may even doubt Darcy as like a real thing too and just he's going to handle it on his own accord to see what he can get out of this my head canon is he didn't take Darcy because Kat Dennings is just too deliciously thick <laughs> oh god I mean that in the best sorts of ways like Kat Dennings Kat Dennings is amazing is gorgeous I love her <laughs> Do we think that the hula girl in the funnel truck was a very slight nod to Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? I hope so. I feel like we're just reaching, but man, I... I, I... But there's a lot of reaches in this show that we can do that, like, could just be our headcanon. Because there's so many things here. And why do you have to have just a hula girl there and that? I, I, I think it's fine. I think it could work. I'm open to it. That's what I want to believe. Same with the Hydra Soak and the Blue Soap, like... Because that was too much of an of, of a connect, like too obvious. Like there's somebody who's obviously just like lo- doing down low 
shield references in here somewhere. You know what? I have one solid critique about this show. I have one complaint. All right. But for all the people who think we talk too well about this show, here is our one complaint. If they faked us out with Monica's guy, I'm going to be super pissed. I completely agree. I am going to be pissed if that ends up being that. Because we're waiting. We're getting there. My friend's going to meet us. All right. Do we... Do we get it to your specification? Who the fuck are you, lady? Major Goodner. Who are you, ma'am? The only interesting theory I saw about Major Goodner is that she is possibly the child Skrull from Captain Marvel, and that's why she's loyal to Monica's mom. That would be amazingly adorable. I don't know if they're going to go that far. I don't know either, but that's a great theory. I like I like that theory. That might redeem it, because that's like you can tell, like, oh, I know a guy. Like, all right. I know, I know someone. I, oh, she's my best friend growing up, and she's an alien. You know, like shit like that. It's that would be great. The close-ups of Tommy and Billy when Wanda was going uh, nihilistic on them, like so good. Those kids deserve to like their own spinoff after this. Especially Billy. I I love Billy so much. Um, I love Wiccan. Is his his vibe like the way his personality is is developing? The way the actor portrays it is. I hope they don't grow up one more time like i want those actors for a little bit longer yeah earlier in the episode where their their games were like shifting time periods i thought that was so fucking funny it went from wii to gamecube to atari to uno cards damn that atari joystick i remember that joystick i i used to play atari we've come a long way (laughs) also brief return of tony stork with the house glitching out Yep, very brief, but there was his red puff of smoke trying to, like, stop the thing. But good to see you again, Tony Stark. I told you she was okay. Here and then gone, and then here again briefly, and then gone again, but never forgotten. Never forgotten. Tony Stark. 2021 to 2021. <laughs> Man, I really like that Monica just said, fuck it, and then just ran into the vortex and became Spectrum. Yeah, I mean, it's like, it's like you know what? I can make it. I can fucking make it. And she just breaks through that barrier. I love the effect that the barrier has, like the visual effects of of those, like tr- of going against it. What it did to that rover, oh, it's just so intense. If she had stayed, I guess if she had stayed in there, she just would have been killed from the impact that that thing did by shooting it out. Poor Jimmy, though. I wish that Jimmy made it in because I I want to see. I wanted to see Jimmy like inside the what his role and what his character would be in there. He w- he would have just been Jim from The Office. <laughs> that would have been hilarious. You could have got a good gym rep. You could have laid that out so perfectly because of this era of which we were doing the sitcom trope in. Or he just would have been a magician doing that trick all the time. Oh my God. Yeah, he could have just been doing the magic tricks. Uh-huh. It's like, come on, everybody. And there it is. <laughs> and that's all he did. That's all the thing we needed to do. But no, he's still out there. He's he's on the other side. He's. I hope he's the one who ends up dealing with Hayward. I really hate that guy. Can't believe I liked you for a minute, Jackass. How did you like Spectrum v Scarlet Witch? Um, I'm 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 all for it. But Spectrum Monica is 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 what I'm tuning in for now. Like I want to see her evolve and grow. I want. I really hope she becomes bigger and more. I hope she. I know she's gonna be in Captain Marvel too, but like I really want her character to be big and not just like a side character. She's she's got the chops. I want to see what she does with that. I'm so happy that we got to see her in a uniform that looks so much like her her photon slash spectrum uniform. Minus the sword logo. But that was almost like, I think, uh, like their way of doing that realistically. Something that I had kind of assumed in the earlier episodes, but I think 
was made very explicit in this episode. The reason why Monica is so invested on helping Wanda is she sees herself in Wanda. Like she just lost her mom and she sees this woman going through this like immense amount of grief. And I I think it's really endearing that like that's that's why she wants to help her so badly. The whole show is about grief. The whole show is about dealing with grief and Monica's as well and how she handles it. And And Vision was right. Like from Wanda's perspective, this just happened. It's been just a few weeks. Inside of a month. Yeah, it's like it's so she is just dealing. And at the end of Endgame, it seems she's cool. She's chill. But at that moment in time, if she if the person I loved and I, I'm dealing and I'm struggling with accepting, you know, who, who had died, I just found out was being experimented on by the government. And I had the power to do something about that. Then it would trigger the fuck out of me. She's just like, I'm done. I'm, I need to take him and I need to take him someplace safe. And I'm going to try to to, to just hide him. And whatever way she did that, she created this hex thing with probably Agatha Harkness's help. Or manipulation. Or manipulation. My read on it is that Wanda got lost in this reality somehow, and then Agatha literally flew in on a broom and was like, all right, opportunity. I'm going to feast on your magic. She's got something. I mean, I don't think she's just pulling it just to get power. She's got to be. Oh, again, I hope it's not just Hansel and Gretel where she's just eating children and and stealing their their life force going back to monica for a second something that she said in her confrontation with wanda that i really liked is she said that the pain that she feels uh, over her mom's loss is her truth and that directly relates to one of the things from the nexus commercial confronting your truth which i think wanda is going to have to do in the next couple of episodes and that's why i think this is her subconscious trying to get through to her self if we're not going with the tr- with the sitcom trope anymore for the next two episodes then we won't get any more commercials this this felt like a final commercial yeah also we would be extremely remiss to not mention how fucking cool it was to do to see monica's superhero landing yeah that boom and i just watched uh iron man and i feel like it's the, almost the same landing go go monica i love her so much at the end of the episode when we get to the post credits mid credits scene she was investigating and then like when she opened the door it, it actually seemed like her eyes went purple instead of blue do do we think she's do we think she's enthralled i don't think she's enthralled yet i don't i, I think that's that's why we got pietro there i think pietro is still under control of agatha and so i think he's going to try to like manipulate her at this point so i don't think she's manipulated yet which by the way now we we definitively know that agatha had a hand in bringing pietro from wherever the heck he was yeah, he had, she, all of her glowy magic was was all over him when when she was at the door. Which, by the way, I know I know the Infinity Stone theory is dead, and I am fairly certain they're not related. But Agatha's purple magic reminded me of like the Power Stone. Yeah, and that really annoys me because all I had to do is add some purple into this commercial, and we could have been done. If there was anything purple in the commercial, we could have been like, see, there the entire time. Done. All the references match up, and even if it's just subtle references, they were still there. But there was not a single purple thing in that thing. The Nexus pill should have been purple. But they went with red because it's Scarlet's color. Okay. So Agatha's color is purple. Scarlet's is red. And that's how we can tell like visually what who's in control of what maybe. Going further with that, Vision, when he wakes people up, his powers are like yellow. Like the, like the Mind Stone. And Monica's powers are blue. Kind of like the Space Stone. Related to Captain Marvel there. So we got we got Infinity Stone still kind of present 
And if, if, if Strange shows up, he'll be green. And there was orange energy coming off that book, so... So why couldn't they just make the fucking one purple reference in that goddamn commercial just to make everything happy? Just just, just, just to round it up like a bow. Because I can't see like the, the people behind the show looking at it like, oh yeah, I guess you can't interpret all these as the powers, as, as the Infinity Stones. We didn't notice it. Like They had to have noticed that people would make that connection. But yeah, though, it looks like we're getting... I don't know. We're getting little hints of all the infinity stones coming off of people and objects. Are the infinity stones still important? That's, that's the thing. Are they still, are they still plot devices? Are they still affecting the world around us? You know, these, these infinity stones represent the entire totality effect of the universe. They're still going to be, I feel like in a hundred years, they will reformat somehow, somewhere. I mean, yeah, they were, they were reduced to atoms, but they, their atoms still exist. Mm Mm-hmm. And they will coalesce again because they are constants in the universe. But as of right now, yeah, that commercial theory representing those things are dead, which makes me sad. It was a good theory, and it had a it had a long run. It did up to the very last one. Purple pills. That's all I'm saying. Did you catch who the strong man was? That was uh, Hayward's dude. Yeah, it was the douchey agent from episode four that uh, kind of was like mansplaining things to Darcy. I was so happy that she punched him. And that's why I don't, I don't want Sword to be run by just assholes. I mean, like, I want to enjoy Sword. I was so excited when I saw that we were doing Sword at the end of Spider-Man Far From Home. Like, that's what I got from that. And maybe Fury was just on a Kree station and it had nothing to do with Sword, which c- could be. But I was really excited for Sword to be, like, a bunch of decent people who are trying to help. We got some good Sword people at the end of the episode. Or, like, halfway through the episode. Are those are those people sword? I mean, all of the all of the branding on that rover was sword. They could have stolen the rover from like. I, I guess we don't know where Goodner came from. I mean, if she's playing, uh, if she is Skrull, then maybe she took on that form to impersonate someone so she can get access to it. I think maybe there is a faction of sword agents, including Lieutenant Goodner, who are just loyal to Monica's mom and. Maybe they all maybe they all know that their current boss is a dick. Maybe. Which we'll hopefully we'll find out more. Yo Gabba Gabba confirmed for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, damn it, I was gonna mention that, I forgot. But yep, I saw that Yo Gabba Gabba made it in there. <laughs> Good work, guys. Early in the episode, Billy says that everything's really loud and everything's like really noisy inside of his head. Yeah, I took that as uh, as as all the new people. Yep, all the new people struggling with, you know, being rewritten by reality. But Agatha, quiet, because she was never mind-controlled. Either that, yeah, no, either never not mind-controlled, or she herself had a block on the system. And they could have, they could read everybody, or maybe they just can't read her. It's been Agatha all along. She's just quiet, uh, and, you know, potentially going to eat the kids. Already ate the kids. And that's how Wanda ends. Listen, if this show doesn't end with Agatha summoning a demon with with tommy and billy for arms then this show wasn't for me <laughs> so you you still think it's mephisto is that where you're at i am still leaning towards a mephisto or a nightmare okay not the grim reaper i don't think so i think that was a misdirect um you know what i really do want to happen in the next episode though i want vision to wake up pietro so you when you mean we have waking up pietro do you mean like we get the original actor back or do you mean like he is at least has the memories of our pietro mcu pietro i'm not sure what would happen if if vision like happened to fight pietro and was able to like i don't know undo his programming like 
quick we we could maybe get x-men peter quicksilver or yeah i mean we don't know we still don't know where pietro came from exactly so and that's what i'm if if getting that actor is part of the story then i really want that then we have the potential of multiverse conversations if it's just an actor thing then it could just be like they'll, they'll just move past it and shine it away and maybe pietro wasn't even real to begin with yeah maybe we'll find out we've only got two more episodes all right so make sure to like subscribe and please tell your friends you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at InfinityCast, spelled infinite a cast. And you can email us at infinitycast at gmail.com. Until next time, I'm Jason. And I'm Joseph. And we'll see you guys next week.